Good evening, everybody, and welcome. This evening, Mizmar Kuf Yotef, and the letter is Ois Sadi. Now, the name of this letter is properly known as Sadi. That is how the Gemara calls it, and we'll speak in a moment. However, it is often called Sadik, which according to most of the Mepharshim is because um, the Tzadi and the Kuf run together. Tzadi Kuf Reshtin, so it becomes Tzadik. But uh, there are other interpretations, but that seems to be the most likelihood on the face of it. Um, so it runs together, so it's Tzadi, Tzadi Dalad Yud. That is the name given by the Gemara. However, although, as we've just said before, you know, the commentaries say that it becomes tzaddik because of it, this runs together. I did find that in Tzaddik HaKoyen and Pri Tzaddik quotes an Oisius de Rebbe Akiva, which is Chazal, where it starts with the words Al-Tikri Tzaddi, don't call it a Tzaddi, El Tzaddik. Now that introduces a whole Maimur Chazal, we will actually return to that in a little while, but we can see from there that the Tzadi and Tzadik do go together. There is a certain amount of interchangeability or limud from one to the other. Um, the meaning of Tzadi, in its, in its sense, could therefore be either from Tzadi Dalad Hay, which is a meaning to hunt, or Tzad, which means a side. In fact, it's very interesting that the Malbim puts them together and say when you hunt something, you close off his escape from all sides and you'll uh, actually take note of where you want him to be. So, for instance, Tzida um, Orech, where, where it talks about... Um, no, no, that's a different posit. Posit talks about lying in wait. What you're doing when you lie le, le to, to, to to ambush is actually looking to close off the area. So he says Tzad and Tzedor actually have a connecting link from the word side. Um, if the pronunciation or the limud is tzaddik, then it would come from the word tzaddik, meaning righteous, tzedek, just, or tzedakah, charitable. And all those have a connecting link. We will actually come back to that. So you've got at least five different words that it could come from, or how it would actually work together. And be'emus, be'emus, uh, uh, certainly in, in the chelik hadrush, um, they are they are um, compa- com- all compatible with each other. The gematria is made up of ninety. The gematria is ninety, and the actual writing of the letter, the Sefer Torah writing, is made up of a yud and a bent nun. So you've got the yud on the back of a bent nun. Of course, in Sefer Torah writing, that would be joined, otherwise it would be possible can't leave the, the letter not fully formed. So, but just in the illustration, that would be the yud riding on the back of a bent nun. So that's how it's drawn up, and we'll come to that again a little bit later in the Chedi Kadrush. The Gemara in Daf Kuf Dalad of Masecha Shabbos, where we've quoted many, many times, where it talks about the alphabet, writes, writes using the term Tzadi as follows and it says the Gemara says Tzadi Kafufa a bent Tzadi Tzadi in its essence is a letter which is bent 
So the Gemara says, Tzadik Kufufu, to teach us Tzadik Kofuf, the bent, righteous person. Humility being the prerequisite of being called a Tzadik in any form or any order at all. So the Tzadi, with its bent shape, is reminiscent of the Tzadik, who is, is bent. But the Gemara asks, he just told me exactly the same idea on the left of Nun. You said Nun is Ne'emon Kafufa, the bent Ne'emon, the person who is, who is trustworthy towards Hashem. The Tzaddik is bent. So why, why tell me again? It's actually, exactly the same Limud twice over. And the Nun teaches me the humility of, of, of the Tzaddik, and the Tzaddi teaches me the humility of the Tzaddik. So answer the Gemara, Hoysuf Lacha Hakosuf Kafifa Al Kafifasoi. The Torah, the written letters of the Aleph base, add bentness to bentness. In other words, double lesson. Ne'emon and Tzadik. Mikan shenitna ha-Torah That the Torah was given in absolute great humility. So, we've got this double limud of the Nun and the Tzadik, both teaching us that ultimately the Tzadik has to be, has to be, humble and perhaps Ulai I was thinking to myself that it refers to the three elements of Matan Torah which was Moshe Rabbeinu who was the honor of Mikol Adom given on Har Sinai which was the lowest of all mountains we all know the Medrash and by HaKadosh Baruch himself who lowered himself into this world to give us his Torah so you can't get more humble than that to give away the Torah to so his Jewish people so Bein Kachu Bein Kachu you can see that Increase, increased humility in Matan Torah and that again is the precursor the prerequisite of, of in fact becoming a Tzaddik the Ben Yodo actually sees this extra humility um, in the way that the Tzaddik is written because he says you've got the smallest letter of the other face the Yod riding on the back of a bent nun so you can actually see within the formation of the letter this bentness to return to the Oasis the Rabbi Akiva that we just quoted it says as follows Tzadi Altikro Tzadi don't read it as Tzadi Elo Tzadik who does this refer to? Ze Tzadikoi Shel Olam this is the Tzadik the righteous one of the world who is HaKadosh Baruch Hu of course Shu Oise Tzadokois in Bosov Adam he does charitable and righteous deeds with man and what are they what is this charitable, charitable deed what is this tzidkus this is deo v'chochma uvino understanding wisdom and understanding dovo mitoich dovo upsichas per umane loshon the power of speech shu nois ilivnei odom shakarish poch and his kindness has given over to man and so the Oasis to Rabbi Akiva Eger, uh, uh, <laughs> the Oasis to Rabbi Akiva, full stop, not Rabbi Akiva Eger, um, the Oasis to Rabbi Akiva is pointing out to us that Hakadosh Baruch is, is, is the Tzadik Shel Olam, Tzadik Shel Olam, and what was this great Sidkus, this great um, charitable deed of Hakadosh Baruch Hu with man? He gave him wisdom, he gave him understanding, and he gave him the ability to to speak and to enter into conversation with others around him this is an, a, a, a thought we've taken up many times before that man's and Christ's well, of course his, their ability to interact with intelligent speech 
is in fact what makes them into man. So if you put together Chochmah Bina Vadas together with Pischon Per, the ability of speech, you've got an intelligent being in front of you. Well, a foyer in the art school Pirish that he wrote says as follows, a very, very interesting flow of the letters, that Tzadi follows Ayin and Pei. Right? Ayin Pei Tzadi. He says, um, a person who guards his eye in his eye and his pair, his mouth, and submits his vision and voice humbly to Hashem's will, merits the title Tzadik. A person who's a Tzadik looks after his sight and looks after his speech as very carefully as he possibly can. The Be'er Moshe, the Ozra of the Rebbe, the Echatzadik Mekadosh Rocha, brings a very beautiful medrash, a, a, a remez, rather, made beautiful remez on the letters Tzadi and Kuf, and in letters in general. So since we're talking about the Tzadi, and uh, we will be talking about the Kuf, and uh, so I'd like to say, I, I found it very fascinating. Um, first of all, he, he, he puts puts a, a, a basis for this idea in the following words. He says the word keren can mean a corner, an edge. He says the karenos, the edges of a word, in other words the first and last letter, are of importance. So you've got this basic idea that you've got any word, if you could work it out, we would understand that the first and last letter of that word is of the greatest importance. One of the silly thoughts that went through my mind um, is that, I don't know if you've ever seen these things, where you've got a type sheet of words, and only the first one and the last one are in the right place, and everything else in between is mixed up. And it's perfectly readable. As long as your skill with the language is good, it's perfectly readable. I thought to myself, this only works in English, it's not true, it's in Mesh Orem, outside a fish shop in Mesh Orem, it was on the wall in Lashna Kodesh, the same sort of thing. The first letter and the last letter of each word was in the right place, the rest of the word was written randomly, and yet, once you started to read, your eye, brain, turned it all around to perfect sheet. Uh, believe me, that if I can get a sheet of copy, I will, I will let you see it. It is fascinating. And that struck me when, he, when I'm learning this, and he's saying, he's, in all seriousness, I mean, this is also very, he says, the cowness of a word, the beginning and end letters of the word, are having importance in their own right. And if you look at it like that, you can see why. But, with this Yusoy, with this principle, he says an incredible gemist. He quotes the Posuk in Tehillim, and um, the person to heal him in Ayin Hay, Posit says, All the pride of the wicked I shall cut down. Exalted shall be the pride of the righteous. Yeah. Um, so he says as follows he explains if you take the word karnos the beginning and last letter of the word reshoim you have a resh and a final mem the word rom the gaiva the elevated attitude of the nations make them into reshoim talks specifically about the nations who are inhabiting Eretz Yisrael etc. the I will cut down If you take the first and last letters of the word Sadik, you have Kate. That will bring about the Gaula. 
when ultimately the arrogance of the nations is cut down, then you will see that the pride of, of, the, of, of, of the tzaddikim, the humility of the tzaddikim, is raised, and that will bring about the kate, the end of the gollus we're in. And a very beautiful, very beautiful thought. To continue with the tzaddi, uh, we've quoted many times in the past from the Svarim Akadoshim that the first time that the letter appears in the Torah tells us of its Makara. Now, although we have the word Sadi already appearing very early in the Torah in Ha'oretz, right, our Kodesh Baruch created Ha'oretz, that is at the end of the word. It's a final Sadi. And then you have it once more before this in the word Desha, and it brought forth. But again, the initial letter of the word there is a Tov, Batetse, and brings forth. The first time you actually find it as the beginning of the word, in other words, a word in its own right, is Betzalmai, where it says in the Apostle, It's the first time you actually find the Tzadi as an as initial letter starting a word. As I say, you have a Oretz at the end of the word, you have Tetze, which is the Tof, and comes from the root of Yotz, or perhaps Yotzali Aleph, or or whatever. But the first time you find the word, a word, starting with Tzadi, is the Tselem. Tselem is Tzadi Lama Meis. That is is the root. So, Uva Tzalma is the Vayoma Lekim Nasa Odom, but Tzalmeinu Kidmoseinu. It is well known, the debate that took part, place in, in Shemayim before the creation of man in the Medrash, it's a Medrash Rabba um, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu came to create Odom Rishon, the Malachim became two parties, two party state, whatever, those who were in favor and those who were not Chesed ve'emes nifgashu Tzedek Rishalem Nishka. So you had these two sides, Chesed and Emes, Tzedek Rishalem. Chesed said, HaKadosh Baruch should create the world, because it's going with Chesed. But Emes said, don't create the world, because they're all liars. <laughs> no way. Um, tzedek, righteousness said, Yivra, create the world, because they will do tzedakah, they will do charity. And Sholem said, I'll give the Kulukasota, they only argue. So you've got Emerson and Sholem on one side, they're liars, they're argumentative, you know, you don't really want man. And, and, and the other side of Lochim, one who was, according to some um, of the Sifri Kodesh, that was the Malach's name, Tzedek. That was his, actually his name, Tzadi Tawdukuf. Okay, if you just take it as righteousness and peace, righteousness said they will do tzedakah, chesed said they will do kindness, and therefore bring him into being. Um, Tzodok HaKoyen quotes an incredible Medrash Tanchuma, and it says as follows, that, again, taking up the tzidkis, the tzadi part of that argument, and it's a Medrash Tanchuma, Chazal, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create man and the Medrash reads like this HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shekara Tzadik V'yosha who is called Tzadik V'yosha He, HaKadosh Baruch did not create man as Odom but Salmoi in his likeness Ela Kedelios Tzadik V'yosha Kamoihu that man should be a Kama Tzadik 
like HaKadosh Baruch you should emulate HaKadosh Baruch so we have here this whole concept of before creation when HaKadosh Baruch so to speak takes it up with his malachim his malach HaSholos and says what should we do should we create man you have this argument on the one hand said it with Chesed and the other words Emes V'Sholem and HaKadosh Baruch says yes I'm going to create the world I'm going to create the world and we are told by the Medrash Medrash Nanchuma that HaKadosh Baruch only and it's very interesting because the Medrash actually calls HaKadosh Baruch Tzadik V'Yosho at that time and it says this HaKadosh Baruch who is Tzadik V'Yosho only created man B'Selem in his likeness in order that man also should emulate and become Tzadik V'Yosho it's very interesting by the by again from the Ozra Rebbe Baramoshe he sort of sort of says it as an aside he says Remes Niflo an incredible hint if you take the words B'Selem B'Zmus has a gematria of 614 and what was the Chesed HaKadosh Baruch Hu did the boss of Adam he gave them Chochma Bina Da'as also 614 so B'Selem B'Zmus is Chochma Bina Da'as that is man that is, that is what makes man that power of speech together with your Chochma Bina Da'as that makes you into the term Alekim by which you can become the Tzaddik and all this is encapsulated it is Tzod it is with inside it has actually been bordered in around with the guf you have neshama. So if you take it all together, it goes like this. Um, we can put it all together. The nefesh, the kerch hasichli, is the tzelem. The tzelem alakim is what goes on inside you. That is the chokhmah bin of adas. That is in fact encapsulated, captured inside man. It has been given. To he has been given that Chochmah Bina Madas by the heavenly Tzaddik, Tzaddik Hesheloilom, as we refer to him by, that he can emulate that heavenly Tzaddik and therefore he can do Tzaddokah in this world with the people around him and fulfill the whole Tzachas Habriah. So the Emma's every word we've used for Tzaddik, whether it's Tzod, whether it's Tzodah, whether it's Tzedek, whether it's Sidkus, how are you going to learn it they actually all focus on the same point and that is creation was for man in order for man to become the tzaddik that's the letter Um, I must apologise maybe in advance that uh, due to silichus and whatever all the other things that are going on um, I've actually curtailed a little bit and I just want to focus on one posuk this evening I've got the notes we can come back to the other Pesukim maybe at a later date but I'd like to focus on one part which is ultimately underneath it all we've said what the Tachlis of man is in, in, our, in our introduction our preface to the, to the letter Tzaddik um, we're a few days away from the Yom Hadin a close look at this Pesuk will hopefully give us a message for the for Rosh Hashanah that's the first posuk with a tzaddi. That is tzaddik atah Hashem. Again, see how it mirrors what we've said so far. Tzaddik atah Hashem. Righteous are you, Hashem. The yoshar mishpotecha, and your judgments are yoshar. Now, however, you're going to translate yoshar, fair, um, 
right. upright. You know, they, 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 they're, they're perfect perfection. They're straight, Yosho. And in fact, there's a prophet in Mishli, isn't there? The Hakadosh Baruch Hu created Odom Yosho, and it's man that has actually, you know, has, has changed that around with his own thoughts. But we've got we've, we've got this Dovna Melech is stating who Hakadosh Baruch Hu is. Tzadik Atzo Hashem, you Hashem are Tzadik, and not only that, the the Yosho Mishpotecho. Foyer, again from the art scroll, quotes the Alshich and also the Maram Arama. And he says, in the name of the Alshich, the Posse refers to the total acceptance of HaKorish Pauchu's will. And even if we see Tzadik Veraloi or Rosh Vatoivloi, that things don't look to be absolutely fair. Um, we see the righteous out there suffering, we see that we show him out there left to Chagut and Tog nonetheless we should know the Yosh Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu's just judgment is absolute Tzidik Adin he justifies HaKadosh Baruch Hu and says you're right um, from the Maharam he, he and says it is actually an acceptance of the entire Torah and this refers to the Torah Kedoshah in its harmony and unity is Tariq Riyosha it is perfect you put them together some people only want to listen to the Torah Shabbat others only want to listen to the Torah Shabbat and this is man-made this is God-given it's not like yes it's, it's together it goes together Tariq Hashem Riyosha Mishpotecho Mishpotecho referring to the Torah is perfect it, it is perfection it is upright it is just it is harmonious it is one this concept is taken up by the Ma'amloyes and he says as follows that Dovah Melech here at the very outset is actually justifying Matzik Olai Hadin Dovah Melech is actually justifying Akolish Baruch's judgments and he says Tzadik Atashem even though I do not always understand how things work in its end result everybody can see that your will your judgments are perfection this is Tzidikadim so even at the outset I don't recognize what's going on it looks to me strange it doesn't look as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hand is in this it can't, be, it can't be just it can't be right nonetheless says the Mamlois no, David Amelech is saying, I must declare Adin, that this is always good, whether I understand it or not. Kamoshinema, he quotes the Posuk in Tehillim, um, Parak Samachvoch, Samachvoch, Posuk, hey, Lechu Uru Mifaloi Selekim, go and see the works of Akadish Baruchu, Noira Alila Abne Odom, awesome are the deeds towards mankind. And what is this Noira Alila? He says there is ultimately a tachlis, a purpose in what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing. As we see from, he gives the example of Mechiras Yosef, that at the outset, one would have imagined it was the most horrific of affairs. 
Here we see the younger brother being sold down into slavery, ripped away, torn away from his father. This is unjust in the extreme. There is Judge Lemise is thrown down a pit. Everything's gone wrong, and ultimately we can see the whole story unfold. And that isn't the end of the story, but endless. That even though Yosef is sent down in order to be a michyot, to give food and, and, and to give sustenance to Yaakov's family, that isn't the end of it, because the whole idea was that in ya- ultimately Yaakov had to come down to Mitzrayim. And how was Yaakov supposed to be come down to Mitzrayim? HaKadosh Baruch says, Rashi quotes the Medrash, I would have schlepped you down in chains. Only was, I put Yosef there so you could come down as royalty. So Yaakov, but that wasn't the end of it, because it becomes, it becomes Yitzhak Mitzrayim, it becomes the, the, the Golos of Mitzrayim, the whole sl- slavery and servitude, and that wasn't the end of it, because there's a Golos, and we landed up in Exile, and we're in the Golos we're in now, and ultimately we will see the end of this Golos as well. The Ba'amloid doesn't go that far, but for our Emunah, for our trust in our college Baruchu, We've got to read history like that and see, I, I don't understand. It's horrific, it's terrific, it's, it's terrible. I mean, in inverted commas, we have, uh, I don't know whether I should be saying this on, on air, but we've got the Labour Party conference. We've got Jeremy Corbyn standing up and saying, anti-Semitism is unacceptable. The religious dignitary from another church stands up and stands up and says publicly, "We have much to blame for the inherent anti-Semitism because we have introduced it through our religion." There are people, and yet you walk on the street, <laughs> it hasn't gone away. Yeah, Hakadosh Baruch what's going on? This is Golas Edom. This is Golas Edom. We're here. Our Emuna demands that we learn Tzedekadin, Tzedekatash, and Yoshem Mishpatecha. Whether, whether I recognise as such. But the history teaches me that ultimately the end result is incredible. A gov, I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll come to it in a little while. Okay. So all that Hashem does, even though it seems to be random and unconnected events, obviously the story that most probably jumps to mind is the Purim story, uh, where you've got Mark and Esther, uh, he uses Yosef. Ultimately, Kodesh Baruch reveals his will and there's Tzedek and Mishpot in everything in a similar vein um, maybe a slightly deeper and different understanding is brought down in one of the Lekutim Lekutim Sefer on on, on Sihilim Lekutim Bosa Lekutim from a Sefer called Ahavash Olam don't know the Sefer but he brings down this idea and it's it's a very very interesting idea he starts off by asking a question on the grammar of the posuk, tzadik ata Hashem v'yoshor in the singular mishpatecha. It should be v'yoshorim mishpatecha. Pashtus, simple enough. Tzadik ata Hashem v'yoshorim mishpatecha. V'yoshor. So he says as follows: We have another posuk in Tehillim, where the posuk tells us mishpate Hashem sodku yachtov. This is as follows: When we look at the divine, the divine running in the world, we see tzaddik, v'ra'lo, and rosh of We see this dichotomy of, uh, of what's going on, and we find it unfair. That's only because we're looking through one lens. We look through the lens of Olam Hazer. If we look through the lens of Olam Hazer, yeah, this doesn't seem to be just. It doesn't seem to be right. And we can come out with saying, I can't be making a mistake here. It, it, it isn't just, it isn't proper, Chas Vishon. The Sarachir, 
if you look at it through the lens of Oilam Habo, you also come out with, and what happened to Oilam Azel? Well, you know, why are they not getting what they deserve? And why do they have to wait so long for Oilam Habo? It's only when you take Oilam Azel and Oilam Habo together as one whole, which they are in fact, because Oilam Azel is only you're walking along the corridor on the way there from the moment you're born that is where we're heading so they are one it's when you treat it as one then you can say Mishpatei Hashem Emes the judgments of HaKadosh Baruch are totally truth because Tzodku they are justifiable Yachad when you learn Olam and Olam is one but if you learn them as separate entities then you're always going to have kashas. so that is what the Potsuk is saying here Tzadik Atah Hashem V'yoshor Not Yeshor in Mishpotecho It is Yoshor It is in the singular Because ultimately We have to judge What's happening The good and the bad And Olam Azeh And Olam Abor Every individual Tzadik V'yoshor Whoever he might, might be It has got to harmonize And blend into one view Of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants The thing that struck me very interesting and I, I didn't actually see anyone in the Mephoshim that actually zeroed into it is how this posuk of Tzadikat HaShem V'yosha Mishpotecho has its foundation in a posuk in Hazinu in the Torah Moshe Rabbeinu says Hatsur the rock Tomim Paolo Ki Chol Derochov Mishpot all his ways of judgment Kele Munah Ve'ein Ovel a trusted God without uh, any sort of ovel, any sort of badness or twistedness, tzaddik v'yoshor hu. Exactly the same description. Mishpot, tzaddik v'yoshor. And in fact, Rashi says that shutoi, the simple pshat in that posseg is, says Rashi, tzaddik v'yoshor hu, hakol matzdikin aleim esdinoi, everybody justifies hakolish baruch in his judgment, v'chein royo v'yosh lehem, and so it is right and proper for them, Tzadik mi piyabriyos, he is righteous in the world, in the mouths of the creation. For Yoshu, and it is correct and right. For Goyle and it is correct and right and proper to justify Kodesh Baruch Let's shut in the pasuk. Exactly what we've learned is Tzadik Hashem. They seem to be run parallel. Um, Agav, it's very interesting. Just Agav, that I, I, I once said pshat. I have found it since, but I, I said it of, my, of myself. I said it in the classroom. Hatsul Tomim Paolo. Why does Moshe Rabbeinu use the description of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Hatsul of the rock? So you don't find it anywhere else in Torah. No other, no other place in in Chumash Chumash Torah that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is called Tzur. I mean, Tzur Mishlo Achal. We all know, but uh, it's not in the Torah. It's not in the Torah. It's not possible in Torah. It might be based on this possible. That's possible. Hatsul. Where do we find it? We don't. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu use it? Because he was actually much to call Sadin because that was the one area where Moshe Rabbeinu was not going to be allowed into Eretz Yisrael because he hit the saw, he hit the rock. So in this passage, Dafki he said, Hatsul Tom in Paraguay. I agree that I've got a joke. Right. That's not about the No, no, it's not Akkad Yisrael, but Nikos Hatsul is a rock. It's a rock. It's not a lot. In In Hazina. Uh, yeah, but here, Hatsul. Okay, maybe another positive. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I, I take that back. Maybe it's somewhere else in Torah. The word "tzur" is certainly in Torah. Okay, but the pshat that I, I believe is correct. What's that? Yeah, that's based on Hazina. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that's... It most of actually fits in. It most actually fits in. All together. It's most of the same thing. It's most of the same thing. So your local tertiary is the same thing. Okay, right. I'll have to look up them for it. Not for now. Right. Good point. Right. Okay, so this time of the year, when we're talking about Siddur Kadin, the Emma's, which Lodem going to see I think it would be of value to quote a very beautiful Arachayim HaKadosh on this postdoc. Start it with Yoshuhu. Perish, says the Arachayim HaKadosh. And he quotes the Pesach in Mishli, Mishpat Yamid Oretz. Kodesh Baruch set up this world on Mishpat. And Chazal tell us that Kodesh Baruch actually made an oath, She Yamid HaOlam HaMishpat, that Kodesh Baruch would establish the world on judgment. Avul Bat also Arachayim Hakadosh Motzinu we find in the Shlosh Esrei Midos in the thirteen Midos of Hashem Shikulam Rachamim the All Merciful Hashem Hashem Kel Racham Racham. The Mishpat Mishpat and if he made the oath that the world would stand on judgment, Mamokim Lerachamim. How does Rachamim keep in? Fundamental question. World is a world of Mishpat. How can we say Hashem Hashem Kerachamim? Kerachamim. So it says the Arachama College, but the order of things is in this following way. At first, when Akolish Bohu sits in judgment, who Mahmud Amishpat al Tiloi, Kolish Bohu judges the Mishpat. This is how it should be. There's no prevarication. It's right. It's white, it's good, it's wrong, it's black, it's no good. Mishpot. Because that is what Mishpot demands. However, when he actually comes to take recompense for that judgment, then we can change that round with Artifilis. Tzadik Hashem B'chol Rochov. He is right, he is just in all his ways. V'chosid B'chol Masov. Pirush. When it comes to set out the path on which one should go, it is always our kavadin in a straight line with what justice demands. But when it comes to deeds, when it comes Pirush B'shas Maiser, when Odom comes and is mischanein and asks for mercy and he shouts, Kerachum V'chanon, then Yerachamehu HaKadosh Baruch Hu Moshe Rachamim that's what Hashem is about Hu Omloi and that is what Moshe Rabbeinu means when it says in the Pasuk Tzadik V'yoshahu Pirush Tzadik Al-Kavadin everything is unjust and as Rashi explains in the Gemara at first therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is the the king the Melech of of justice Tzadik V'yoshahu but the Yosho refers to a person that goes with Lifnei Mishur Sadin 
and that's the Rachamim part of our college Bible's Hanhagel with the Jewish people. Tzaddik or Yosha. Tzaddik he is just the Mishpat, and Yosha he can be persuaded to Rachamim to in fact throughout Phyllis to show mercy and that's what, that's what we're governing for Rosh Hashanah is coming up okay. in line with these thoughts it's good I to quote Rabbi Yisrael Salam's Pshat in the Pasuk it's printed in the Chofetz Chaim HaTorah on page Reish Pehei in the underneath the notes on the Chofetz Chaim's words it's a very famous Yisrael Salam's and he writes as follows that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is different from a human judge a human judge when he issues judgment cannot take into consideration the fallout from his judgment what does it mean? thief is in the dock judgment demands is locked away for 10 years he leaves behind an innocent wife and children who had no part in, in, in the dastardly deed and yet he is locked away and they have to suffer so judgment has been done but the human judge can't take into consideration the ripple effect you throw a stone into water it ripples outwards you do justice with one that justice could be a total injustice with somebody else and a human judge who tries to actually marry the two usually gets it terribly wrong anyway. Whereas HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not like that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he judges, takes into consideration the ripple effect and therefore the fallout is never more or less than the people around the judgment deserve as well. So if this woman or this wife, let's take our story, this wife and children, do not deserve to starve, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not judge this man unfavorably, although he might deserve whatever is coming his way, but the fallout to innocent people cannot happen. And if somebody else is touched by somebody else's judgment, they will only get as much as they deserve in judgments of their deeds to date or whatever so in other words it's actually very very difficult to fathom to understand to comprehend because the wider your circle of, 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 of friends and relations and people who know you the wider that ripple effect will be the more people that find out know etc will suffer won't suffer do suffer don't suffer and HaKadosh Baruch takes all that in, and that is what he said um, that is what Rabbi uh, Sarasar says is Hatsu Tomim Pa'aloi but his Tomim his perfection in his in his in his judgments that's Tzedekal Avesadim and that is Hatsu Tomim Pa'aloi Ki again this mirrors a little bit what we've said from the Arachim but a little bit deeper still that the judgment of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in total and touches everyone it's very interesting just to go a little stage further on that that um, I think it's possible because Kedem Munu ain't over. Ain't over. There's no, there's no, there's not twisted in any way. Thank you. There's no injustice. There's no injustice in what Hagodish Baruch does. It doesn't touch anyone. And in fact, interestingly enough, um, 
uses this idea of a resource lanta to say a very, very beautiful shot in a well-known piece of Mishnah and Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. And you'll teach the children at an early age what does Rosh Hashanah look like their judgment? Like sheep going in front of the farmer one at a time, one at a time. So HaKadosh Baruch actually judges each person individually as he goes past. But then the Gemara says, what does it mean Kivnei Moron? Even though it's Kivnei Moron, even though it's individual judgment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees it in one go, Beskira Achas, he just looks at everybody, it's all done in one go. So this is the Mishnah and this is the Gemara, it's very lovely, it's very beautiful, but what does it actually mean? Um, and why? What's the, what difference does it make that it's all in one go? Or says that is what the Rishon is saying. We go past individually, and Hakadosh Baruch says this one for this, this one for this, this one for this, and then he looks at the fallout effect. He looks at everybody, the achas in one go. If I punish him, what will happen to the guy down the road who needs him? It's very interesting. It just falls into my mind. So I'm going to say it. Well, my father was Nifdal Vashalom. We lived in Hackney wasn't the most orthodox area in London at any given time. And we lived at a local cricket field where we had to walk down Pembury, which is large, long council flats, LCC council flats on either side. I remember as a child, I, I was born soon after the war, but as I was growing up, all the metal work between the, uh, on the railings had been cut down for the war effort. I mean, there, and there was bomb sites, but it was all LCC counselling. Anyway, switch fast forward my father was nifter quite an early age I was still living at home and I was walking to shul Friday night so it wasn't the first Friday night after this, it was the second Friday night after the shiva and a woman stopped me and said I'm sorry to hear about your father I didn't recognize her didn't know at all I said you know oh, that's very kind of you. how do you know him so I didn't know him she lived in one of these flats and when she saw Mr. Cohen going to shul she knew it was time to light her lights you can never tell who you touch. You've got no idea who you touch. Rabboni Shloilom judges each individual in, and at the same time judges where he fits in with the total picture. And it's not something we can fathom because we do not know how many people we touch along the way. And that's as of Simchazis Lipshak and Gemara from that Gemara. And that's what I want to finish with is what Rabbi Elias said. Rabbi Elias said, if that is Pshat, make sure before Rosh Hashanah you've become close to as many good people as you can because the closer you are to the best of the people the less likely anything's going to happen to you not because you don't deserve because they don't deserve on that lines may I wish you all a kasim v'chasim v'tzovah good gebench to your molly simcha molly nachas molly gezunt and we should get see me share to gain from here of your menu amen amen